Good morning, dear listeners. We here again with our weekly show, Parashat Shavua, Divrei Musar. And Bezrat Hashem, we're going to speak a little bit also about Chodesh Elul, Chodesh Arachamim Vaslichot. This month is not regular month, is the month of Anile Dodi Vedodi Li. Dod in Hebrew is mean my love. Ahuvi, which Hashem call us as our his loves sons, he loves us, and he says, Anile Dodi, we love Hashem and Hashem loves us. Dod, it's the exact translation, it's mean an uncle in Hebrew, but what does it mean an uncle? Uncle is usually someone that the kids love because the uncle is not busy with their chinuch, he's not punished, he always give a presents, he always give goods, and that's why the kids like him. And that's why the kids loved him. And that's why the dod is meaning ahuv. So that's why this month is month of the connection between us and HaKadosh Baruch Hu to come again that sometimes during the year we're losing the connection between us to Borei Olam and now is a time of tshuva. The tshuva is meaning is shav. Shav in Hebrew is to return, which means to go back to the source, to return to our father, that he loves us so much. And even though during the year, sometimes a person is doing an avera, which causes a distance between us to Borei Olam. However, when we do tshuva in Chodesh Elul, we're coming back, we're coming close, chazara, to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And even people sometimes are crying, during the Teshuvah process, the crying on the Averot, this Bechid, this crying is not from pain, he's not crying off Tsar, Chas V'Shalom, he's crying from the coming back, like someone didn't see his father for 10 years, didn't see his mother. So when there is a crying, when they meet each other, is crying of to return, to be shav, be tshuva. So that's why the Paitan, when he, there is a piyut that we all read in Rosh Hashanah, that he says over there, v'simchati be'anchati, my happiness, it's when, when I cried. When I cried to Hashem, that's my happiness. How could be, how it's possible that when you cry, you're happy. Because when a person do tshuva, when he's shav, when he's returned to Borei Olam, so he's feeling so good that he's seeing again the light of Hashem. So he's crying where I was till now. And 
I was missing HaKadosh Baruch Hu so much that I was busy with my Averot. So that's why the Paitan, the wine they wrote, the Tefillah in Rosh Hashanah, he says, V'simchati be'anchati. When I cry, I'm happy because I'm returned back to the source. And that's the meaning of the Bechi. And that's why the Tshuva is the most beautiful thing there is. Do you have the opportunity, even though there was distance, even though we was far from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, like the Rambam says, before the Tshuva, a person is far away. He's HaKadosh Baruch Hu don't like his Maasim. And all of a sudden, when he do Tshuva, he's Ahuv, Nechmad, Yadid, Verea. He's become a friend. He becomes someone that HaKadosh Baruch Hu love. And that's why the Tshuva is something so beautiful that we have to use it. The Yetzirah cause a person not to do it. And he wanted to delay us from this happiness, from this simcha of returning to Borei Olam. But if somebody is smart, he knows that if he's do tshuva earlier, and he has now another two weeks till Rosh Hashanah, his, his simcha will be much greater. And that's the trick of the Yetzir Ara, that is, give us to feel that if we're going to continue with our bad deeds, or our bad ma'asim, it was bad action, we'll be more happy. But it's totally the opposite. The person, when he do an avera, is happy for the minute of the avera. But then he has he regret, and he's feeling bad for another 70 years till he's died. And then the next world also. But when the person who do is something it's good, is capturing his Yetzirara, is be able to go over the Yetzirara and feel the Kedusha, the love, the happiness, the reason the Teshuvah. He's crying by himself, he's sitting alone, and he's talking to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, please Hashem forgive me, I want to go back. Help me to capture the Yetzirara. Help me to come back to you. And he's crying to Hashem and he's so happy. Now he's happiness for 70 years. That's why the Mishnah Navot says, Who is a wisdom person? Is a someone that be able to see the future? How you be able to see the future? What does it mean be able to see the future? Be able to know what's going to be in the future? No one knows what's going to be in the future. Aroet Anolad is be able to look what will be one second after the Avera? He'll be able to look to see the suffering, the tsar, and the regret which will be after a person doing an Avera. And he's feeling, he sees what's going to come in the future if he's doing mitzvah. Now his heart, he has to capture the Yetzirah. He has to knock him down. But after, he's going to be happy for many years on the one time he was be able to capture the Yetzirah. All his life, when he's going to remember this moment, he will be happy. Wow, how I did it. I was very strong. And he will be full of simcha. But when he's doing an Avera, he will be sorry for it for in all his life. So that's why the Tanayin Avot tell us, Ezehu Chacham 
הרואה את הנולד, who is a wisdom, which one is a wisdom person, איזה חוכמה, that he be able to see the future. And therefore, when now we have two weeks before Rosh Hashanah, is the time of sitting alone, and a person has to seek and look what was he has to fix and to return, to shav b'tshuva, the love and the, and the crying is good, is simcha for a person. V'simchati be'anchati, the happiness in when a crying. That's when you, when the mother go in the, in a marketplace and she's losing her son for a few minutes, when she see him, she is, she is crying for happiness because she's returned to be together. Everyone is neshama, is chelek eloka mimal. Everyone is neshama, is part of borei olam. And when we're doing an avera, we're going far away. We know that HaKadosh Baruch Hu so care about us. He loves us so much that our love to our kids is not even 1%. From the love of HaKadosh Baruch Hu to the Jewish nation. As far as the Gemara says that HaKadosh Baruch Hu, every day, but call Yotzeh, there is every day a voice from heaven. Oy laem labriyot me'el bona shel Torah. The people should be shamed from how the Mevayesh embarrass the Torah. And I ask myself a question how could be a person? that he is a farmina adama, is human being, how he could embarrass the Torah. The Torah is something above everything. The Torah is, HaKadosh Baruch Hu istakel be'oraita u'bara alma, b'orei olam looked in the Torah, and by looking in the Torah, he created the world. He look in the Torah, there is tefillin, he, he made a head. He look in the Torah, there is tefillin shel yad, he made a yad, he made a hand. He look in the Torah, and the, according to the, the Torah, he created the world. The Torah is something above everything. It is so great and so big. The Gemara says, when Rabbi Eliezer was sick, Rabbi Akiva and all his friends came to visit the big rabbi, Rabbi Eliezer. And he told them, he told them, where you are till now? I have so much Torah to teach you. And he says, I learned so much from my rabbis. Rabbi Lezer was genius. He was giant. And he knew so much Torah. But still he said about himself, I learned Torah from my rabbis, but I, I just, like a dog, the drink from the ocean. It, I didn't take a much. I took so much little, like the dog, the drink from the ocean. That's what I got from them. They was an ocean. Even though it was giant, but he says, I have only a little bit. Because the Torah is so big. And then he continues, he says, and I taught uh, a lot of Torah, I taught people, I, I teach, I was busy teaching, and all my students always took for me, like you put, you take a little bit from the tube, a little bit, that's what you need, that's what they took for me. 
like very small amount, I still have all the Torah. They didn't come to learn a lot. Velo od. Ela, he says, he continues and says, I know so much Torah that I know 300 halachot on Ba'eret Aza and Ilchot Metzora. And I know 3,000 halachot on Etiat Kishuin, some sugiot in the Shas. And he says, no one asked me about it forever. No one asked about it. Today, there, there is a person, one halachai already, already said to everyone. He says, I know so much Torah. The Torah is so great, so big. And I didn't even get enough from my rabbis. And no one come to me even to learn so much what I know. So a person here in Brooklyn that is not going to class, he embarrassed the Torah. Imagine a person write a letter, take a guy from Brooklyn, write a letter to the President of the United States. And he says, you know, I don't like you, you're bad, you're not nice. Do you think he's going to get embarrassed from him? Do you think the President of the United States, he care about this guy? You know how many people tell him bad things doing all day? He doesn't care. Who are you? You're nothing. I'm the president. I don't care what you think. So if a person that is nothing compared to the Torah, he'd be able to embarrass the Torah. Who are you? You don't want to learn? God, don't learn. We don't need you. You learn. You don't learn. It's You're not embarrassed the Torah. So why the bad call? Why the voice from heaven says, You embarrass the Torah? If you sit and you play a game instead of to go to class, you embarrass the Torah. You embarrass the Torah? The answer is that we're not simple people. If we go back to the Mashal, let's imagine that the Prime Minister of England will write a letter to the President of the United States and tell him, listen, I don't like your action, I don't like your behavior, I think you're bad. Oh, all of a sudden it's going to be different. All of a sudden it's going to be a big diplomatic problem and it's going to be maybe a war. We don't know what's going to be. Because once you're in a high level, so now we consider what you're saying. So Akadosh Baruch Hu, imagine every Jew, every person, when he's the Neshama of Borei Olam, you are somebody so great and Hashem wait for you Torah and Hashem look for you Torah and if you not learn Hashem is embarrassed from you look, that's what you think about my Torah you're not a simple person even though a person is afar adama, is only dirt and, and sand but is as neshama gevoha meod, very high. And if you don't use it, the Torah is embarrassed from us. If you sit and play games, if you read a newspaper, the Torah is embarrassed. That's what you're doing. That's what you're selling me for. That's what there is. That's what I worth. A one game. When Ani came to one of the tzaddikim to his house. And this tzaddik didn't know anything about money all his life. He was learning Torah. And this poor guy came and he knocked on the door. And the rabbi 
was, he was, didn't know he have any money. So he told the poor guy, sorry, I don't have money to give you. But he went to his wife, box, and he find a certain jewelry. So he took it and gave it to the honey. He says, take it, maybe you're going to get some money from it. You're going to be able to eat and to to enjoy from, the, from, from what I gave you. When his wife came back, she told him, he told her, I get Ani, she told him, what happened to you? You know how much it's cost? It's a $10,000 ring. What you gave it to him? What happened to you? So this rabbi ran out and looked for the Ani. All of a sudden, he looks at the Ani. He finds him in the street, and the Ani looked at him, and the Ani continued to run away because, and the rabbi ran after him. And then the rabbi catch him and tell him, listen, this ring worth $10,000. Don't sell it for cheap. Don't sell it for nothing. It's worth a lot of money I gave you. He knew that Dani will go and he's angry. He's going, he's going to, to the falafel store, give him the ring, and that's it. He doesn't know what it's worth. That's what a person, he doesn't know what he's worth in this world. What is Neshama? How Hashem loves him and waits for him. And wants him to come be tshuva. And he get embarrassed from him. Because you're so close to me. Once you don't behave right, I'm getting embarrassed. You're not stranger. We are very good connection. We are called Yedidim. Yedid Hashem. Yedid is a somebody which is friend, is close. So that's why we have now another two weeks of return back from crying and and love to Akadosh Baruch Hu. And I'm telling you, some everyone that's trying it, what I tell you today, he's the most happiest person in the world. He take away all his bad thing out and he return to Hashem. Everyone has to do go somewhere and 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 pray to Hashem from the bottom of the heart. We know the Nisyonot in our generation is very tough. It's very big. We all know it. It's not a secret. But we have a good connection up in Shamayim. We need a Siata Dishmaya. We need the help from Hashem. Come to me, I will help you. Connected, be part of of to be together with Bore Olam. Now you could do tshuva, you could return to Hashem. Now the door is open. Now there is red carpet is waiting for us. Please come back home. I'm waiting for you. After Yom Kippur, that's it. That's it. Hakadosh Baruch Hu already made his decisions. The Magid Miduvna said something very scary. He says, imagine that it will be a driver going around in Brooklyn in Motsai Yom Kippur from Shul to Shul. And he has a big truck that everyone that Akadosh Baruch Hu decide that he's going to have a bad year, something will happen to him. Has to go on the truck. You know how old Rosh Hashanah Kippurim will look like? 
Everybody will be crying, will be coming back to Hashem because we see it. We read this week parasha, Moray Verabotai, on Mitzvat Bikurim. We learn in Parashat Mishpatim, the Mitzvah, Reshit Bikurei Admatecha, Tavi Bet Hashem Elokecha, first fruit you have to give to Hashem. And now this week parasha, read about the Kiriyah, what we have to say when we bring the Bikurim. Imagine to yourself a person has a tree, a fig tree, and he's planted, and all of a sudden he has fruit. Come the Torah and says, no, don't eat it. The first year is Orla. The second year, also don't eat it. It's Asur. The third year, also not allowed. Orla, don't eat it. Oh, come on, how, how long I have to wait? The fourth year came, you're not allowed also. You have to take Neto Arevai. You have to eat it only in Yerushalayim. You're not allowed to eat it usually. Or you have to redeem it. You can't eat it. The fifth year came by, and all of a sudden you have a fruit, and now, now I'm ready and I want to eat my, my figs. My, to eat from the tree that I'm planted took her so many years. Now the Torah says, no, 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 no. Also, you can't take it. Korech alea gemi. You have to put rubber band around it. Gemi rashetevot. Gedolim ma'ase Hashem. How the greater the ma'asim of Borei Olam. And then, you take this fig. And now you have to travel to Yerushalayim. And if you live far away from Yerushalayim, you live in Haifa, in, 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 in Akko, you have to travel. And the Rambam said you're not allowed to travel fast. You have to go slow. You have to sing a song, everybody together. Every city you have to stay by, wait, tell everybody you bring Bikurim. You're going up to Yerushalayim. Anshe Yerushalayim, the people of Yerushalayim has to come out to you. And everybody's going together to Bet HaMikdash, Beshurim Cholot. And then you have to put the basket with the figs on the Mizbeach, and then to say the Kiriyah, the reading of the thanks to Borei Olam. And then you have to come back to, uh, to you, to your house, and then you'll be able to eat the fruit. That's a process. All this process to go to Yerushalayim coming back at least is three weeks. So a person has a tree. He wants to eat. He plants it. But he has to say first thank you to Borei Olam. Thank you for telling me with all the money of the world you cannot have a fig if a Kadosh Baruch Hu will not make the seeds create a tree. And you have to say thank you and the, and the Saying a thank you to Borei Olam, it's, it's something that you have to put a lot of effort to it. And to value what Hashem gives you. I spoke once with a guy. The sickness. The, the sickness. And it was in all the procedure, chemotherapy, and all this, what you're doing to 
those people, they have the sickness. And he told me, today, the first time I will be able to feel the taste of the coffee. A person could drink three months of coffee, is not even be able to feel the taste. Now I could feel it. How much you have to thank Sashem that you'll be able to feel a taste of the coffee. You could eat something, an apple, and you cannot feel the taste. But we take chas shalom, everything for granted, everything I deserve. That's why it's very hard to say thank you on something so simple that you'll be able to feel a taste. And we don't even think about it. Chas shalom, a person has to be sick to realize how much Hashem is great and how much Hashem gives him so much good. They'll be able to feel the taste of the meat and the sauce and the ketchup and the french fries. And to sit in a restaurant and to be healthy and drinking and all the body work good. And you'll be able to go to bathroom and coming back. And you'll be able to walk and to go into the car and he has the car and he has money. Everything is matana and matana and matana present for Hashem again and again and again. And all of a sudden something small happened. A cup break, a little bit wine spill on him. Wow, start screaming. What does it mean? What? You know how rich you are? Imagine a person, somebody calling me and saying, listen, you win $10 million in the lottery. Now the, the cup will break and the wine will spill on him. You think he will be upset? He doesn't care because I have something so big. I have, I have, I'm a millionaire. I don't care about the suit and the, 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 and the wine. But if a person is not appreciate that he be able to walk straight. I know a guy that he, he didn't have a finger. So he has to, to go to Germany to implant a finger. He paid $150,000 for the surgery. And he's not, the finger also is not work the same like the original. It's a little bit, it's good, but not... Exactly the same like Bore Olam. You can you can do like the Bore Olam. And you move your fingers, everything is good. Baruch Hashem. You'll be able to go to the bathroom. These people cannot do it. You're a millionaire. Everything is good. And you complain a small thing and you 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 have you, you worry about small thing and your heart is breaking for small thing. From Kinah, from Sinah, from Lashonara. That's how much a person has to say thank you to Bore Olam. That Baruch Hashem is not missing anything. Everything Baruch Hashem is good by him. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave us already 11 months of life and two weeks. And we're standing and nothing happened. I don't know what happened tomorrow. But I know that HaKadosh Baruch Hu till today gives each one of us 11 months and two weeks of life. And... Bezrat Hashem will give us more. But everything this be decision 
in Rosh Hashanah, Tafshin Vav. Everything will be decided in this day. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu did a chesed with us that he tell us this. There is the Goim also being judged in the same day. The Goim also will be judged in September 14. But they don't know about it. They will continue to go to work. They will continue to go to the pizza shop to the mechanic, they will be able to say, they're going to be exactly the same. But Hashem will judge them also. Who is going to be alive, who is going to be dead? And Also the country, everything will decide, even the goyim. Kol ba'e olam, the Mishnah says, ovrin lefanav, all the the people in the world in the, will be in the front of Hashem. But Hashem tells us a secret. You know, Jewish people, you know my kids, in this day I'm judge you. So please, prepare yourself. And now we know that HaKadosh Baruch Hu, in this date, Aleph Tishrei, September 14, he will decide Everything will come, every single simcha or etzev that will appear to us during the year will get a decision in this day. And then we have 10 days of Rachamim, of Aseret Yemei Teshuvah, and then we have the Yom HaKippurim. But before we ask anything from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we have to say thank you first on the whole year that He gave us. The Gemara says, the first one to teach us to say thank you, he was, she was Leah. Leah Imenu. She was the first one to tell the world to say thank you. When she had the son Yehuda, she says, Apam Odet Hashem. Now, I will say thank you. She called her son Yehuda. And the question is, what was so great about it? The Avram Avinu didn't say thank you to Hashem? Yaakov Avinu didn't say thank you? What does it mean that Leah was the first one to say thank you. The Adam Arishon says thank you to Hashem, is more shirli yom Shabbat, tov leodot l'ashem. So what does it mean Leah was the first? So I heard once from Rabbi Yaakov Kaminetsky in his name, that the secret of Leah was everyone there's something good happened to him. Once the day passed by, he's already get used to it. You got a new car, you're happy two, three days, that's it, you're used to it. You got a new house, you're happy two, three months, four months, a year, then you get used to it, you want a big one. So you lost the appreciation. A person 
looking for shiduch, a girl looking for shiduch. For many years, she's thinking about the husband. Then all of a sudden, they found one each other. They have love. The Chatan says, under the chupa, Thank you, Bore Olam, that you gave me this moment. The Kala is so, she's so happy. She's crying from happiness. What happened a month later? What happened a year later? What happened two years later? All of a sudden, she's upset. Why? He didn't listen to me to bring him milk. He didn't listen to me when I told him he forgot my anniversary day. All kind of thing, which is important, but you have to be in balance. Imagine you don't even have a husband that he will remember the anniversary. Imagine you don't even have a husband to remember to bring the milk. So first of all, you have to say thank you to Hashem that I have a husband. And to be happy. And to remember this moment that he was under the chuppah. And also the husband, the same thing, he complained about his wife. She didn't give me much time. She didn't let me, she, she bothered me. All the time she wants me to talk to her. I can't do it anymore. She doesn't respect my parents. She doesn't listen to me what to eat. Complains. Hello, you forgot you you want you don't remember the Shekhyan that you said under the chuppah? You forgot about it? You don't have the Simcha? You invest so much money? You invest such a nice ring you gave? Whoa. I forgot all about it. I see now only the problems. But imagine you don't have a wife, you don't have a kid. You don't have a family. You don't have daughters. What you will be now? Some, a person 40 years old in some basement living by himself with no Shulchan Shabbat, with no kids, with no wife. That you forgot all about? What you remember is the thing caused you problems? Yes, that's the nature to forget the good that Hashem gave you. Also, when a person have Hashem gave him baby boy, baby girl, doesn't make a difference. He's so happy. He says, Hashem, thank you. He says, Shechianu in the Brit is going, is feeling so good. And one day, he has to wake up in the night. Start to complain, why I have to wake up, I don't know, I don't want. You forgot the good that Hashem gave you. You forgot the simcha that you had. But that's the nature. To forget things so fast. The good that you have. And that's why we have lacking of say thank you to Borei Olam. Comes Leah and says, I'm going to teach the world. How to say thank you. I am going to call my son. Thank you. And every time. That I'm going to call his name. I will remember the minute that I had. That I realized. The simcha that Hashem gave me. More than what I supposed to get. 
And that's she call you the thank you. You the thank you man. And every time, thank you, come here. And then she remember, wow. That's what's so great about Leah. Every time she reminds himself the thank you. And that's why we call the Yehudim. We call thank you. The nation of thank you. We call Yehudim because of the Oda'ah. The first word of the person every morning is Thank you, Hashem. The first word the person says every morning must say thank you. And that's if the person is not thinking all day, I deserve, I deserve, I don't have enough. And he said, thank you about the food to his wife. Thank you, it was so delicious. Thank you that you did laundry for me. Thank you for bringing me the cleaners for me. Thank you for thinking about me. And the wife tell him all day, thank you that you give me money, that you support me, that you are my husband. Thank you. That's a nation of the Jewish people. And one more point that we must say. When we say thank you to Hashem, there is something very interesting. Leah, when she says a pamodet Hashem, but the Torah says after vataamod miledet, she stopped for having kids. And why is the Torah to tell us that she stopped for having kids? says the Baalei Musar that you have to remember one more thing. When you say thank you to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, there is something very interesting. It's not like when you tell a person thank you. By Borei Olam, it's a little bit different and you have to remember it because otherwise it's also a point that could cause that the thank you is not enough. When you say to Borolam, thank you, you must continue to ask from him. You're not allowed to say thank you and that's it. You have to say thank you, please Hashem, help me more. I need you more. Because when you say thank you and that's it, you feel like thank you till now you helped me. And now I could handle it by myself. When your friend gave, more, gave you a loan. Of $10,000, you give him back and say, thank you. Thank you for the loan, whatever. And then, from now on, I could handle it by myself. And we cannot stay a minute without Borei Olam helping us. So that's why if you say thank you, not request again, it's look like that you're thinking you'll be able to stand by yourself. And that's why the Chazal commend us. Every time that you say thank you, you have to ask again. Look in Modim de Rabbanan, the tefillah that we're saying in Chazarat Ashatz. Over there it says, Modim anachnu lach, al shechiyitanu vekiyimtanu. Thank you, Hashem, that you give us life. Ken techayeinu vetekaymenu. Please continue and helping us. We don't stop there. We have to say, please continue. Also, by Birkat HaGomel, Thank you, Hashem, that you gave me so good, even though I'm not deserving it. 
שגמלני and all the body, all everybody answering, הקל שגמלך כל טוב, הוא יגמולך כל טוב סלע. The one that give you good till now, he will continue to do good with you. We don't stop there. We continue because it's not a basar vadam. And that's why when Leah says, הפעם עודה את השם and didn't request more kids. השם says, oh, you not continue? Okay. ואתה עמוד מלדת. You're stopping now to having kids. So, we learn that we have to appreciate everything that Hashem gave us. And we have to say thank you. And we have to continue to ask from Hashem. Because we have to show HaKadosh Baruch Hu that we cannot live on ourselves. We cannot live on our own. We need His help 24-7. Even though Hashem made contact with us that you do mitzvot, I give you life. I give you to breathe. I give you food. I give you money. Whatever you need, health. And Hashem, even though we're not fulfilling sometimes the contract, we're not doing a mitzvot, sometimes we're doing an averot, Hashem continue to do His part. We are partner. Hashem says, I'm continuing my part. Even though you didn't do your part. Hashem didn't say, okay, you didn't say Kriyat Shema today. You're not going to breathe for 30 minutes. <laughs> he continued to give us whatever he says. He's Baal HaRachamim. And that's why now we come to next year. We, we're closing up this year. We have to say thank you. For 11 months and, 20 we- and 2 weeks, for Hashem gave us so much good that we are able to taste, to feel very healthy and continue to ask for the next year and to remember that Hashem will make a din v'cheshbon in Rosh Hashanah to see the all goods that we got, what we pay back, and now is the time to do tshuva and to return back to our father, Shebashamayim. The tzaddikim used to appreciate everything that they got from Hashem. I read a story the other day, Rabbi Victor Miller, the tzaddik livracha. One time somebody, his son, I think, catch him, putting his head inside a bucket of water and wait and then go out. He asked him, what are you doing? He says, I want to appreciate what does it mean to be without breathing? How much we have to appreciate that we're able to breathe without a machine? There is people that need a machine to breathe. They cannot be. They cannot do it on own, on their own. Everything going s- good. I want to appreciate. How could I appreciate it? Once I don't have it, I could start to appreciate. That's what I'm doing. It. That's how the tzaddikim realize every small thing. On every breath. That's why we have to take the fruit. And going to Yerushalayim for three weeks to say thank you. Because without it, a person 
is כפוי טובה, and כפוי טובה has no place in the Jewish nation, like Amon ומואב didn't have a place in the Jewish nation. So that's why when a person has to, has to feel everything that Hashem gave him. And once we're coming to the end of this year, I would like to say thank you to all the dear listeners that Baruch Hashem, it's already a few years, four or five years, I don't even remember that we're doing this show. I remember the first day that we start that already we, we don't miss and Baruch Hashem the Gemara says, If somebody teach someone else Torah, is get protected from to being to do Averot. How could be that he will be in Gehenom and all his students will be in Gan Eden since he caused them to do Tshuva, he caused them to help them. Zenoda Biuda once says, based on this Gemara, that he will be in the next world because his students, because they protect him. It can't be that he will get home because his student will be in Gan Eden. I'm telling you, didn't need it. He was big tzaddik, one by his own. But I saying on myself that I need it. And that's why I want to thank everybody for listening to me and be part of this beautiful radio station for over five years of Divrei Torah constantly every week. So I want to thank all, all the listeners in day merit. I will be Bezrat Hashem in Gan Eden with you. And that's my zchut. And I want to thank all these people that texting me how much they getting from the class and all the people they came to me and gave me a present the past week that even though you didn't have to, but for some people they feel that they have to say thank you, which is a beautiful thing. And they came over to me and gave me books and all kind of presents, and I want to thank them in public. I don't know if they want me to mention their names, but I want to thank them that whatever somebody's appreciate and they say thank you, it's a beautiful thing. And Bezrat Hashem, I would like to thank this radio station for the ability to doing so much to deliver the Torah and above all to Borei Olam they give me the koach and the time without all what I doing during the week to come Be'ezrat Hashem every single week and HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we have to say thank you to him that we'll be able to say thank you. We says in Modim de Rabbanan, Modim Anachnu Lach, Al Shechitanu Vekim Tanu, Ve'al Shechitanu Modim Lach. Thank you, Hashem, that you gave us the opportunity to say thank you. There is a rich people that you come to them to get a check, they don't even see you. You want to say thank you? No, you can't. He's too rich, he's too busy. Take the check and go away. The secretary will give it to you. That's it. You don't even see him. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu is so high. And have everything. 
and give us the opportunity to say thank you. So we want to say thank you to Borei Olam on whatever he gave us, all the kochot and all the strength. And Bezrat Hashem will continue many years together. Amen. Keni Ratzon.